ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from the cubbyhole here in Marietta, Georgia. It's that time again, folks. That's right. It's Friday. It is time for Linderman's Picks right here on Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Linderman. I'd like to thank you all out there in podcast land for tuning in to me today. Woo! I tell you what, folks. That song right there gets me jacked. That's right. That was Humans Being by the great, great rock and roll band Van Halen with Sammy Hagar on vocals. Van Hagar, some people like to call it. Humans Being, to be uh, to, to tell you the truth, is actually the last song Hagar recorded with the band before they broke up in around 94, 95-ish. Um, the song was written and recorded for the movie Twister, if you remember that 1996 blockbuster with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. But yeah, I love Humans Being. It's my favorite song with Van Hagar. It's got great guitar solos, R.I.P. Eddie, uh, Eddie Van Halen. It's always been one of my guitar heroes, guitar gods. He revolutionized how the instrument was played. So, yes, that was Humans Being by Van Halen, and you can only really find it on one album. It's on their uh, Best Of album from 1996, 97-ish, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, also, uh, on that same Greatest Hits album, there's a couple, at the time, newer tracks from uh, uh, David Lee Roth. So, be sure to check it out. Alright, folks. Who's ready to go over last week's results? I know I am. Are you? I'm pumped up about it. So, you know why? Because in college football, we weren't in the red. And that's always a great thing if you're putting down money. i tell you that right now. So, uh, real quick, let's go over last week's results in college football. All right, here we go. We had the UNLV Rebels at plus 27 as they had traveled to South Bend to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Rebels lost, but they only lost by 23. Therefore, they covered the 27 points. Cha-ching! Our next pick, the LSU Tigers. We had them on the money line as they were taking on the Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, I recall saying that LSU should win this game outright. And you know what? We probably should have taken LSU with the points because and gotten better odds. But we didn't. We took a money line because they're already favored. And guess what? They won. Yep. And they beat Ole Miss like a Cherokee drum doing it. So LSU Tigers, money line for the second straight week. Cha-ching! Okay, the cha-ching stop in college football after those two. <laughs> UCLA Bruins went to Eugene, Oregon to take on the Ducks. And uh, the Ducks look like ducks. Calm and cool on the surface. Moving like hell underneath. Because that Oregon Duck offense tore the UCLA Bruin defense a new asshole. Yeah, that Bruins could not stop them. Bruins could not stop the Ducks to save their life. Therefore, we had the Bruins at plus six and a half, and they got nowhere near covering that. I was thinking it was going to be a close game, but it wasn't. Vegas got this one right. Uh, let's see. Maryland Terrapins, we had at minus 14. Maryland has been up and down a little bit all season, uh, and I always seem to look at them at the wrong time this year, it seems like, because we had them at minus 14. And uh, I think they only won by 10. Therefore, yeah, yeah, that one didn't cover either. So no cha-ching on that one. However, four games, two and two, 50% in the green. In the green, that's all that matters. Hey, didn't lose anything. That's perfect. That's what you need to do. That's the object every week, folks. 
just to come out even. All right, so that was college football. Let's head over to the NFL. Last week, we had the Atlanta Falcons at plus seven against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Falcons with a very depleted secondary, and uh, the pass rush from the Bengals uh, was there at times, and that helped disturb that Falcons running game. And I will say this, that the Falcons didn't come anywhere close to covering the seven points. So that's a loss for us. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, Art the Clown, Arthur Smith, Falcons head coach, your stupid-ass play calling came back again this week, dude. You're still trying to pound, pound, pound the ball when you're down two or three scores. I mean, what are you going to do? Do you not trust Marietta? If you don't trust Marietta, put in the rookie Ritter so we know what we have, man. Like, I understand the Falcons have been running the ball well, but you, but when it's, you know, mid to late third quarter, you're down two or three scores, and you're running every down except for third. Uh, I mean, who's coaching this team? 1986 Bill Parcells? 1991 Bill Parcells? I mean, what what's going on here? Anyway, Falcons plus seven did not hit. We have the Green Bay Packers at minus four and a half. They went to our nation's capital and take on the Washington Redskins. The Washington Commanders. Sue me, Redskins. Okay, what's offensive about it? Really, I'm serious. I'm I'm waiting for an answer because I don't get it. Commanders, Commanders. We already got the Cleveland Guardians in Cleveland. Now we have the Commanders. In our nation's capital. What are they commanding? A damn sure ain't a game. A damn sure ain't a division lead. However, they did beat the Green Bay Packers outright. Therefore, the Green Bay Packers minus four and a half did not hit. All right. Now, let's look at some positive things, shall we? Okay. We had the New York Jets money line to win outright uh, up in Denver in the Mount High State. The Denver offense with Russell Wilson has been sputtering a lot since the beginning of the season. Uh, who knows what they can do to right that ship. They don't have much of a running game, and Russell Wilson looks like a bag of assholes. So, yeah, we took the Jets' money line, and guess what? It hit. They won. They beat Denver straight up. Cha-ching! On to our fourth and final pick from last week, the New York Giants. The G-Men. The G-Men. Only had one loss this season, and we had them last week at plus three down in Jacksonville taking on a Jaguars team that's tr- really trying to get it together. I said last week I did not understand why the Giants were plus three. I did not know why they were underdogs. I think Vegas just has not caught on to the Giants yet. And guess what? For the third week in a row, cha-ching, Giants. Cash. Last week, Adam at plus three. They won the game outright. Love it, love it, love it. Green all around last week, folks. And guess what? I love green. I do. I love green M&Ms. I like, you know, green on money, of course. I like green numbers. And that's what we have, green numbers from last week. Beautiful. 50% college football, 50% NFL. All right, folks, before we go into this week's picks, i uh, got to throw a little uh, disclaimer out there. I am not a professional gambler. I'm not a professional handicapper, okay? I do this for fun. This is a hobby of mine. I'm an analyst at my job. I look at numbers. Um, I like looking at stats, teams, matchups, so forth. I play fantasy football. I do the same for that as well. It's something I've been doing a long time and enjoy doing it. But if you do gamble on these games and you are able to, please do it responsibly. Gambling can be fun. 
winning can be fun. It can give you one hell of a rush. Not going to lie, it can. But, you know, it's also a big form of addiction. You have to do it responsibly. To have fun with it, you got to be responsible with it. Plain and simple. So if you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, please reach out to the proper resources you get yourself or somebody you know or love some help. So uh, the problem, maybe the addiction can be stopped. I don't know. But I'm just saying I am not a professional at this. This is just a hobby. I'm here for fun and to entertain. And I hope everybody's entertained with this and keeps coming back. All right. Whew. And knowing is half the battle, yo, Joe. All right, here we go. College football picks for Friday, October 28th, 2022. The Georgia Bulldogs are going to Jacksonville, Florida this week to take on their rival, the Florida Gators, and what is dubbed as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. And uh, I've been to one of these games, folks, and it is exactly that. Well, we're going to roll with the Bulldogs this week at minus 22.5 over the Florida Gators, mainly because Florida is not good. They're not good. Uh, that win opening week against Utah was may have been a fluke, I think. I don't know. But they have not looked well ever since. Georgia in their last two games has after sputtering a little bit. And plus Georgia by week last week coming in. Yeah, give me Georgia Bulldogs minus 22 and a half. The Syracuse Orange sitting only with one loss in the ACC, and that was last week to a close game uh, against Clemson. And Syracuse actually led that game most of the way before they lose, before losing in the end. But they are hosting a struggling Notre Dame Fighting Irish team with not much of a quarterback. And if if you remember last week, like I mentioned earlier, we went against Notre Dame last week with UNLV. Guess what we're doing? We're going against Notre Dame against. Uh, Syracuse this week. So give me the Syracuse Orange at minus two and a half. Arkansas Razorbacks travel to Auburn, Alabama to take on the Reeling Tigers. I love it. I like it when Auburn's bad. Roll Tide. But uh, Arkansas hasn't been all that well recently either. The tough part of their SEC schedule kind of kicked their ass a few weeks ago. After a very close loss to Texas A&M, they have not been the same. However, they did go up to Mormon country and beat BYU. I bet that was fun. Bunch of rednecks up there in Provo, Utah. Jeez. I bet they've never seen PBR up there. You think so? Or moonshine? Or cooking a whole hog all night? I bet those folks up there are like, what are you talking? Give me a smoothie and an apple pie. Anyway, so that was a big win for Arkansas. Uh, but they play a struggling Auburn team this week, and they're at minus three and a half. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to roll with Arkansas at minus three and a half against Auburn. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons, their quarterback, Sam Hartman, I love to death. If he can stay healthy, he had a health issue to start the season with some sort of blood clot issue in his legs, I think. So something very serious. But since he's come back, he's been rolling. The Wake Forest only has one loss this year. Again, it was against Clemson and... <laughs> Clemson out there crushing the ACC championship hopes and dreams for folks and for teams <laughs> because they beat Wake Forest early this year in two overtimes. So that's the only blemish on the Demon Deacons record. But Wake Forest is top 10 now. They're ranked at 10. And uh, I think they're going to go into Louisville, Kentucky, and beat the Cardinals 
Um, so we're going to go with Wake Forest at minus three and a half. That line has actually dropped, by the way. It was at minus four as of this morning, and it's gone down to three and a half. So there you have it. Four picks for college football. Georgia Bulldogs minus 22 and a half. Syracuse Orange minus two and a half. Arkansas Razorbacks minus three and a half. And the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at minus three and a half. Let's roll on over to the NFL right quick. Like the Miami Dolphins are headed to Detroit to take on a Lions team that was starting to kind of show some promise earlier this year, but then they had a slew of injuries that just hurt them. Their back, DeAndre Swift went out. St. Brown, the top receiver, went out. And they've it's been hard for them to get back. Jared Goff has, has had too many weapons to go to. Supposedly, they're coming back this week, which can only explain why the Dolphins are only favored by three and a half. So we're going to roll with the Dolphins at minus three and a half in this game. I think they win by a touchdown or more. The Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Arizona Cardinals, who are trying to get right. Uh, they're three and four, which isn't bad after seven games. Problem is, some games they've looked good, and some games they haven't. Minnesota, in the meantime, is uh, coming off a bye week, uh, and they're sitting at five and one and are rolling. So give me the Vikings at minus three and a half at home against the Cardinals. The Tennessee Titans are um, rolling into Houston, Texas. Take on the uh, David Mills quarterback in the Houston Texans this weekend. Texas is sitting at one and four. Titans four and two. I, I'm trying to figure out this line. I've been looking at injury reports and stuff, but they only have the Titans. The boys in Vegas do at minus two. I don't know why. So we're going to roll with the Tennessee Titans minus two down in Houston. In our last NFL pick, our fourth and final pick this week. For the past three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we have been rolling with the New York Giants in the points. And for the past three weeks, it has cashed out. So guess what we're doing this week? The Giants are heading up to uh, soggy Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks is surprising 4-3, and three, coming off a big win off the New Orleans Saints last week. But the Giants are playing so damn well. Give me the Giants a plus three. We're going to ride this New York wave until it crashes. I love it. Yeah, Giants plus three. So there you have it. Four NFL picks this week, folks. Miami Dolphins minus three and a half. Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half. Tennessee Titans minus two. And the New York Giants at plus three. Oh, man, here's hoping these picks play out like they did last week. I love seeing green numbers. Speaking of green numbers, this is our fourth week of doing picks, and every week we have been in the green in the NFL. Not too shabby. Uh, all right, folks, look, we're about to wrap things up here, but real quick, we dropped a new episode on Tales from the Abyss this week, me and Paro Rojo. We, it was our second uh, anniversary show, uh, along with uh, some Halloween movie picks. Second anniversary slash Halloween special. We each picked 10 movies for hopefully for all you listeners to enjoy. It was fun. Uh, it's great time as always re- recording with Pawu. But guess what? Our season's almost done. I think we only have like five or six episodes left in this season as we roll into the new year. But please go back and listen to our newest episode. It's second inter- second year anniversary special. I think you all will enjoy it and be, and be entertained as well. Big things going on here at Tales from the We have some big plans. We have some stuff we're hoping to roll out fairly soon. But we will be sure to keep all of you um, up to par with all the news of what's going on here. In the meantime, everybody, you know, stay safe. 
Um, hope everybody has a great and wonderful weekend. I, I'm sorry, but I'm just so damn excited about the November, November 5th games that I can't take it. But you know what? Your boy, Jay Linderman, will be covering it. Unfortunately, your boy, Jay Linderman, on that same day will be at a banquet down in Macon, Georgia. I know. I know. My head is down, and I'm shaking it, too. I, I You know, my older brother, God bless him, is a head football coach down in Macon at a local high school, and he's been doing it forever and ever and ever. And uh, he's retiring from a head coaching, from a head coach as football. So his final coaching home game is this Friday, which is why uh, is this Friday, but the banquet for his retirement is next week, which is why I got to miss those games. However, you know, I think it's a good enough excuse, but, you know, I kind of, you know, want to go up to my brother and be like, really, today? Because the times of these games have been released, the two big games I mentioned earlier, uh, Georgia-Tennessee is going to be at 3.30, which m- pretty much means I think the Bama-LSU game is going to be an 80, 8 o'clock CBS game, and that's, man, that's going to be big. Oh, so big, so big, but. We shall see. In the meantime, everybody, uh, stay safe, stay badass, and uh, good night, America. See you next week.